This is an audio sermon recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ in Alma, Arkansas. We are Christians seeking to worship God in spirit and in truth. We would love for you to worship with us at 1030 on Sunday mornings at 1808 Highway 71 North in Alma, Arkansas. Good evening. It's always great to just be able to speak with y'all. Uh, and get this opportunity to just share an awesome piece of uh, God's Word with you all. I always like to just tell you how I came about all my thoughts and what made me really think of bringing this lesson together. So for the past three months, um, working full-time, I go to and from work, I I listen to podcasts uh, like news, new shows, um, and of course music and whatnot. And I listen to that during work and on the drive to and from. And I like to just stay up to date of like what's happening in the world and what's going on and maybe some things that, that are, are scary that are coming up and some things that maybe, maybe down the road that are not as are actually doing really well and uh, get you motivated. But I like to look ahead and see what's, what's happening. And just seeing all the evil that you see throughout the news of, I mean, you have the war in Ukraine, you have a bunch of these school shootings, you have all these things going on, and sometimes I find myself going, God, just wipe them out. Like, get them, get them out, take them out. I'm, 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 I don't want them here. Like, they're, they're, they're showing evil. They're showing what the devil wants to be shown. And I just want a Sodom and Gomorrah moment. I want the, him to just fire hell and brimstone at them and just take them all out. And that's where I, I, I find myself with all these thoughts. And so, so let me get into the lesson this, this evening. If you would like to follow along, I'm going to be opening the book of John, John 18. Now, to give you some background of uh, what's going on in that time period, this is uh, during the rule of Caesar, and Caesar is over the entire Roman Empire, and Caesar couldn't really do it himself. He had to have uh, individuals that could help him rule because it was such a large area. So he would have multiple different individuals that would uphold uh, his beliefs and his uh, rules that he set forth. And in John 18, we learn about one of those individuals. His name's Pilate. And his goal is to represent the king. Now, during that time period, there would be many, many people who would claim to be a king and would try to rebel against Rome. And so the job of Pilate and many others would be to crush that rebellion and prevent it from happening before it gets too big. Now let's enter into uh, the scripture of John 18. We're going to start in verse 33. Now you see, so... Pilate entered into his headquarters again and called Jesus to him and said, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this 
on your own accord? Or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own, your own nation of, and, and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? We're going to stop there for a second. Pilate keeps hearing about this, this, this threat, this rebellion that's happening of this, this man called Jesus, supposedly the king of the Jews. And he's coming into Jerusalem ready to like crush this threat. So he, he first asks him the question, are you the king of the Jews? And I don't think he asks it in a way of wanting him to confirm. I think he's more asking of like, are, are, is this the man? Is this, is this the guy, the, 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 the king of the Jews? And he's confused because the Jews, the, his own chief priest, are the ones who handed him over to him. And so he's trying to figure out, okay, this is not a regular rebellion that's going on. There's something different going on here. And he's asking him, are you, are you him? Are you the king of the Jews? Let's go back to scripture in uh, verse 36. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would be fighting and I might not be delivered over to the Jews but my kingdom is not from this world. Then Pilate said to him, so you are a king. Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king for this purpose. I was born for this purpose. I have come into the world to bear, bear, bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. We're going to stop there again. Pilate's trying to get this understanding of who Jesus is. And Jesus says, I am a king. I am a king, but I'm not a king of this world. And that, that, that throws Pilate for a loop again. And he tries to understand again. And he says, you are a king. But he says, I am not a king of this world. I am a king of truth. I am a king that is supposed to touch hearts, that's supposed to touch minds, that's supposed to bring people closer to God. And so, so Pilate does not think that this man is guilty of anything. He, he has no, no, Empire. He even Jesus even stated that that if he wanted to rebel, he would have had an army. I mean, you go, go back to when he first got taken. Peter was ready to fight. He was ready to fight. But but Jesus is not that type of king. He's not the king that wants to fight. He's not a king of violence. You see that he doesn't attack the rulers. He goes for the hearts of, of men. He tries to change the hearts of people, not their circumstances. He goes in to fix the world, but not fix their, their problems with taxes. He does not try to fix their, their issues with, with being persecuted. He goes to fix their hearts. Now let's go back 
into the Word and go into John 18, verse 39, or 38, sorry. Pilate said to him, What is truth? After he said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, and they cried out again, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. They rather, or they rather release a man who has been convicted of murder, who has been convicted of stealing, and they want to release him back out into the world and keep a man that just won't fight, that won't, that won't be the king that they think he should be. Because Jesus had a bigger purpose than what they thought. You can see this time and time again. Jesus is not here to save this physical world. He's not here to save save everything around us. He's here to take us, to change our hearts, change our minds, change our spirit, and take us to his kingdom, his kingdom which is in heaven. And I think that's where we should be focusing on. We have, like, we can talk about the many things that are going on in this world. We can talk about the gas prices because everyone's talking about those these days. We can talk about the price it is to just get the basic needs, get food. Everything's going up nowadays. But that doesn't matter because we are not here for this certain kingdom, if you will. We're here for a greater one, a greater one that is above. Now, before I close, I want to read another verse. Um, In uh, chapter uh, 19 of John, when Pilate heard this statement, uh, verse 8, when Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered into his headquarters again and said to Jesus, where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, you will not speak to me. Do you know that I have the authority to release you and the authority to crucify you? Jesus answered, answered him, you have no authority over me at all unless it is given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has a greater, has all, or sorry, you who have authority over me, oh wait, therefore he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From From then on, Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, if you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. I can imagine out in the crowd as they're walk, as the crowd is watching this, just just one man who, when Pilate asked, "What should I do with with Jesus?" Him going, "Crucify him," and then the rest of the crowd is like, "Yes, 
Yes, crucify him, kill him. Because what they did before that is they scourged him. And those who don't know what scourging is, is they have a whip with a bunch of strands. And tied to that whip is glass, is a bunch of uh, spikes, tips of chain, and there's hooks as well on it. And it's meant to just claw at, at the skin and rip pieces. It's brutal. And that word scourge takes me about a second to say, but it took to carry out around 30 minutes to an hour. Many would die just by getting scourged, but Jesus is up there and they not only did that to them, they want to crucify him, which is one of the worst deaths that you can do at that time period. We have a king, not on this, work, not on this earth, but one up in heaven who loves us, who wants what's best for us, he knows everything that's going on, and he understands every circumstance that we have been through. Even the short amount of time he was on this earth, he understands what we go through each and every day. There are many people of this earth that follow evil, and it pains me to even think of all the things that they have done, but I know that God is God fulfills his promises and he is the person to justify them. God loves us and wants uh, all of us to enter into his kingdom and not be conflicted with what goes on in the rest of the world. For those who are not following God's kingdom and not seeking out for that greater goal, I urge you to look towards it. Because from what I see just around the world, it is something that I want to be a part of that is greater than this world. Because there's nothing that you want to miss like the kingdom of heaven. If you miss heaven, you miss it all. So if there's someone here that is not been saved, I urge you, come forward as we stand and sing. We hope you have enjoyed this message recorded at Highway 71 Church of Christ. If you have questions concerning this message or would like to set up a study, please call 479-647-2658. May God bless you.